Is the male-female opinion societally influenced, genetically influenced or independent of all outside influences? In the UK, MPs seem to be drifting away from thinking their role is a service to us, not a job. Deb Zanella today, a new style of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. If you listened here to the end of last year, you'll know what the new format's going to be, but we'll run through that in a bit. Anyway, we like to deal with certainties in life, but life is full of insecurities, and uh, often we, we're, we're fearful of our own lack of knowledge uh, when we're exploring things, but I think it's good just to acknowledge where you are, and that's what this podcast is about. We're not on that countryside podcast necessarily, are we, William? We aren't an environmental podcast at all, often, because it's what we talk about is based around the subjects you send in to us to discuss, you, mm. the listener, send in to discuss. Mm. Um, we always try and bring it back to the environment often, mm. don't we, Stuart? We yeah. try and bring it back to the whatever, the climate change or, mm. uh, yeah, we try, that's our, that's our aim. But, we, you know, we, mm. we discuss the questions you let, you send in to us. Yeah, and uh, as, as I say, we started out uh, is uh, the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast, but we've outgrown the name somewhat, but we stick with it because people know us. For what we are, and I was, and, I was saying, sorry, Stuart, to interrupt, but if we've outgrown that name, that's actually quite good because that name is bloody big. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's an explicit, explicit episode. episode already. <laughs> anyway, so we like to open the door to the tough conversations, and we've changed the format this year. Where uh, normally we would have uh, an episode on a mon- uh, no, on a Tuesday and a Sunday, and discuss uh, one listener question per episode. But this is the first proper episode of 2024 uh, january the 7th and we're now just going to do sundays at 10 a.m and we're going to cover two listener questions in one episode so we're going to go yes. longer form we are indeed yes and uh, as william said at the top of this this episode we've got debs and ella have sent in the questions this time anyway i'm Stuart, the wild man mabbot and uh, I talk about nature, I write about nature, I sing about... No, I don't sing about nature. You do uh, sometimes. Do I've sometimes. heard you sing. Yeah. yeah. And who are you, William? Well, uh, my name is William Mankelow. Now, and as it's an explicit episode, I can say this now quite quite mm. openly, but somebody once said to me recently, you're, you're like Rapunzel, but with shit hair. Mm. I don't know what to make of that. Mm. Uh, my name is William Mankelow. I am often find me behind a microphone like I am right now doing a recording. You often find me behind a camera because I'm a photographer flying a drone because I'm also mm. a photographer, the same thing, or in front of a live audience talking about wildlife in everyday gardens or just mm. talking to an audience. That's who I am. And uh, we often have conversations. It says in the title of the podcast, debate, but very often it's not really a debate. It's just a conversation. And uh, we try and show, come up with actions that address what we the questions we discuss, and we try and come up with localised actions to help the quality of life in the environment where where you may be listening from. And uh, through those actions, we, we try and address what we discuss. We're not experts. We don't really see the questions until we press record, and we try and explore it from a, uh, a same starting point as you guys. And then we might actually decide to get an expert in to explore it a bit more in uh, in a in another episode, because we often find, William, we like the space to explore our own thoughts before we get an expert in, because there's too much reverence if you get the expert in too quick. We are both relatively layman in a lot of these mm. um, subjects, um, but we do have an opinion, um, yeah. and we do have a lot of knowledge through just 
that was cumul- accumulated through life experience, I would say, Stuart, yeah. I think is the best way of doing it. But we always try our best to present a balanced, a balanced point of view, mm. um, not, not push too much to the extreme, because really the answers often do lie in that centre ground. Yeah, the boring uh, centre ground. The boring centre ground, the bit that's grey, the beige. Yeah, the, the beige be- bit. The beige bit, yeah. But we do have, like you say, Stuart, we have two questions yeah. in this episode. It's going to be the first episode this year and the first of the new um, release um, schedule. Yeah. But also, um, in, our Patreon schedule is going to also change uh, in February. F- from next month, from February. Now, we would ordinarily release once a week, and you're thinking, once a week? I didn't even know you did, did Patreon. Well, patreon.com forward slash people's countryside. Um, there's a link in the description. Um, go and go and check that out. But we're going to go to twice, uh, once a once a fortnight, so bi-weekly. Mm. Um, but we're still going to release two Patreon posts. It's going to be bi-weekly. Yeah, so we'll release, normally we release on a Monday at 10 a.m. on Patreon, extra material, behind-the-scenes material. Yes. Or, uh, but we're going to move now to still releasing on a Monday, but every other Monday it'll be 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. UK time. Yes. So just to spread it out a little bit. Anyway, so the first question, she scares you, William. And Deb's always scares me. Deb's from Didcot in Oxfordshire, England. And if you actually attach it to the next name, it sounds like it sounds like a like a like one of those monsters in like a in a B movie. It'd be like yeah. Deb Zeller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so what's uh, Deb's question? Deb's um, uh, sorry for both of you amalgamating two names there. Uh, so Deb's question, uh, Deb, thank you very much for another for, for another question. Is the male, so this is Deb's question, yep. is the male-female opinion societally influenced, genetically influenced, or independent of all outside influences? And how does that influence our willingness, unwillingness to live sustainably? Yeah, okay. So let's start from the top. Is the male and female opinion societally influenced, genetically influenced, or independent of all outside influences? At different moments in time, it can be... It can be any one of those three. Um, it can be an overlap. I mean, it's now as we've discovered in this this over five hundred episodes of this podcast. There's no very often no categorics. No, and I'm I'm interested in just going down into this whole idea of male female female opinion. So it's saying that males have different opinions of females is that's how yeah. i interpret that part yeah i i think there is uh there is a strong influence on on just from the society because you know you you have a child if, if it's a girl you make make mm. the room pink and yes and, and and if it's a boy you make it blue and you're already making opinions in that so you're you setting know, up expectations your... of your child forms their opinion which is a societal yeah opinion yeah. um so just breaking it down so I fully understand mm. what the question's saying here or what I, we believe the question is saying mm. here. Because, um, Genetically, that yeah. can't not be an influence because it, even if you avoid this bringing your child up uh, overly male or overly female, mm. you, you know, you, you have the natural tendencies of that particular child. Yes. You know. And um, that particular, um, well, genetic makeup. Mm. Yeah. Depending on what that is, it doesn't, and we're not talking necessarily about it because mm. there's a male female sort of sec- separation, so it's almost like 50 50 in a mm. way. Well, actually, well, I mean, I think in nature it's more like there are more women than there are f- more females than there are men yeah. in, the, in the human race. Mm. Um, but, but then we're not talking about we're just talking about sexuality here mm. or actual sex, aren't we? But yeah. then you have so many different genders within mm. that as well. You've got to be careful around the gender. 
mm. uh, part of it as well. It's, I think, I think that opinion is so such a mixture of everything. And mm. as you, you, I think I'm right in saying, Stuart, you said earlier that it's kind of one thing takes president. One mm. one part your you, one part of you will take. Mm. President, so for example, your your upbringing or your um, your genetics or you, the people around you, you know how or how you're how you're how you're built. You know, you could be a person that is very happy to be the first person to stand up in a room and say, "No, this is my opinion," and stick to it. Mm. Whereas you could be the person who sits at the back and listens and then state your opinion because you're informed by the people around you. Mm. But that's different in every situ different situations. You yeah. could be in a in, in a room full of people that are hostile to you or people full of room that people are friendly to you mm. uh, they're all factors in in in, in how you create your opinion yes yeah, so, uh, forming your opinion it, it says here is it independent of all outside influences that's the one thing i could probably say very rarely ever happens because you're you're always influenced by everything yes i think i think in your head it can be very very unfiltered mm. and uh, but what you mean in a vacuum type thing? No, just literally in your mind. Yeah. So you can come up with an idea, but then you'll filter it through what you how how you want to present it because mm. you you've got to in some ways read the room or read the space when you actually say yeah. something. Um, yeah, or you just it's difficult to really sort of. It, mm. There's too many factors, really. I think mm. to really to really answer this. I just think the the, the, the you have to be try and approach things balanced in an open mind and keep pulling yourself back to that that baseline uh, just because you've mastered it in one moment doesn't mean you've mastered it in the next but yeah the, the last the last part of this question here goes how does a uh, deb's question this is how does that influence or our willing, willingness or unwillingness to live sustainably interesting one don't um opinion is, is that is that is how uh, could you actually synonymize that and say how how is it how does it influence our our approach to change because that's really what we're talking about here yeah i'm thinking of one person in in particular i'm not going to say who that person is i think you could very quickly work out uh, go on go on I, th I think i've got a person in my mind already yep and someone um, who's unwilling to change yeah yeah i know uh, exactly who you're talking about um now <laughs> the, the male female opinion very he's a male very very uh uh, a pseudo masculine i would call him because he 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 shouts and screams but when he's in front of the person he's shouting and screaming at he's very quiet and you know he does it behind people's backs so that's pretend masculinity as far as i'm concerned but mm. he 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 behaves like that so um you could argue that that, that, that was the way he was brought up or that was uh, or his genetics or that's his own, own own choice but how does that that behavior influence his willingness or unwillingness to live sustainably well because he behaves in a in a very macho way which is removed from social interaction yes he doesn't expose himself to to, to necessarily views that are outside of his view yes Yes. But when he does come across them, he can't adapt to them and do and talk about them and explore them because he mm. is living in this sort of invented world in his own mind. Yes, I would also go as far as saying I there's think a lot going on in that that description. Yeah, I think yeah, it's a good. It's a, now we've really dug into it. I, there's a real unwillingness uh, for quite a few people to actually really just even in, even listen to the their opposing views mm. because it, I think it almost. 
I think some people could be almost fearful of being maybe taken up, taken on with them, taken on by them. Mm. You know, if you think about sort of like the real extremities of of, of thinking, of of, of, of um, uh, politics especially, mm. you know, the real extremes of the left and the real extremes of the right. Um, I, think, I think people just don't like to go that way and they, they don't want to sort of like even give it give it give it any sort of gas or give it any mm. any any um any energy if you see what mm. i mean um i think that's also that's that's part of the unwillingness isn't it mm. of 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 engaging it's almost like you don't want to listen because mm. you think also think you're you're the person who knows everything you're the person mm. who, who's right about it yeah so opinion does influence um a willingness or unwillingness to live sustainably but, but what what is driving that opinion what influences that yeah it can be society it can be genetics it can be a uh, a desire for independent thought but uh, you know I, i'm just thinking about the marketing industry people say they go and buy something from uh, an, an electronic shop that sells a lot of these home gadgets and you say i'm not i'm not going to be influenced by the adverts i've seen i'm going to go and choose what i want but very, invariably most people will will buy a recognised brand because they trust it because they've been exposed to it in marketing. Yes, yeah, there is there there is that. Yes, you know. So I I I would argue that it's very hard for any of us to be truly outside independent of outside influence. So the question is, this podcast is we can we can almost turn this question on the podcast mm. on 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 our discussions because we're we're trying our best to. Um, go into this with quite um, a willing attitude, mm. I would say, a willing attitude to try and explore the question that Debs has sent into us and mm. understand it. Mm. Um, but also, are we trying, uh, I always try my best to take myself out of this, these, these um, influences mm. and, and try and approach the questions that we are sent. You, you try your best, but it's very hard to. Yeah, so that we, we have our own influences. Yeah. We have our own... Uh, you know, Stuart and myself have been we've been collaborating for over ten years now, mm. and that has developed into um, a partnership, a mm. working partnership. Um, and but we both work in a very different way. We were doing some um, we'll go on for a bit of a tangent here, I know, but we were doing some work yesterday. Mm. Uh, Stuart had the outrageous ideas. I had the way of I, but I had the cognition to actually put those ideas into fruition. Yeah, and they so, were slightly odd, <laughs> but they worked. Yeah, but I went with it. Obviously, yeah. I had a, I, we both had a willingness to go with it, didn't yeah. we? So, but when we press record, I, I, I can, I think, I could say on both of our behalfs that we always try to have the willingness to approach the the subjects as openly uh, as possible, and, mm. and sometimes it does. It, I find myself searching my my own soul in a way of finding mm. what, what what do I really want to say here? What, mm. what, what do I what, what do I want to sort of what to get what I want to get over? Mm. So, an action here, I would say, is for us all to maybe think about. You know, when we're talking, when we're expressing ourselves, just uh, uh, maybe observe and just yeah. think, well, you know, where is this? Where has this come from? How has this been formed? Yes. How is this evolving? Is it evolving? Yes. You know, am I independent of outside influence? Is it genetics? Is it because I've been told I'm a man or a woman? I don't know. Might never get to any conclusions on that. Do you need to just expand your horizons a little bit and, yeah. and, and talk to other people? 
Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean necessarily somebody who's is who's diametrically opposed to you, but find somebody who's in a different different situation than you are. And you might ask me might be asking me the question, well, how do I do that? Well, that's what social media is all mm-hmm. about. You know, go and see what people are talking about on social media and mm-hmm. don't immediately try and don't immediately jump to a defence or jump to an attack. Just just mm-hmm. go in there and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that, that's uh, Debs's question. We're going to now move on to the second question, which is what we're now doing. Uh, hopefully you'll stay with us uh, for, for the next question. Or if you've uh, fast-forwarded, uh, you think, well, I'm not interested in Debs's question first. I'm only interested in this next one. Maybe have a rewind back and see what we've done. Uh, I think you'd be crazy if you didn't listen to the one about uh, Debs's question, you know, because I'm yeah. scared of her, aren't I? Anyway, so uh, 2024, how's it? seven days in, how's it going? Seven days in so far, it feels like seven days into any month. Mm. Um, you know, you're thinking about, okay, what bills have I got to pay this month and have I got enough money to pay those bills? Yeah. The um, uh, 2023 ended reasonably well uh, for me. I mean, uh, actually, uh, oddly, I went away for a week down uh, to Somerset and Devon, Minehead area. Yes. Um, it's the first time I've been away since 2009. Did you, you didn't go on the railway, did you? Well, no, didn't. I passed it many, many times. It's a beautiful railway. I think yeah. it's the west. Is it north west Somerset? Somerset? West Somerset. Yeah. I think it's West Somerset. Beautiful railway because yeah. uh, no, I'm not, we're not getting sponsored for this, but no. it, because it goes up a very long incline. Um, the, the steam. If you get behind a steam locomotive, it really struggles up the mm. hill, and it, it makes a lovely sound up the hill. Mm. Yeah, so uh, you know that recharged my batteries somewhat, I'm sure and we're. It did. We're coming back uh, stronger in 2024. So who's the second question from? Um, so it's from Ella in Heaton, Mersey, Stockport, uh, Greater Manchester, mm. uh, very close to where um, Mr. and Mrs. Wildman lived at one point. Yep. Um, Ella, not your first question. Thank you very much for returning with another question. Mm. I hope you don't mind. Now you're going to be in with... So we've got two questions per episode yep. now. Anyway, so Ella's question is, in the UK, MPs seem to be drifting away from thinking their role is a service to us, not a job. A job within a mosaic of other jobs and outside interests. They seem to take well-paid speaking opportunities over appearing in Parliament. We shouldn't get jealous about people making money, but I think lines are often crossed where MPs, con- MPs' constituents are not the priority. What role does this all take in MPs not understanding the real the very real concerns of their constituents when it comes to climate change. Um, I would say, say straight off the bat, it's a mixed bag. Mm. I think there's some really good MPs out there. There, want, there, there, are, there will be MPs out there that are really, really um, there for their constituents mm. to the very other end of the spectrum where there's, there's, there's people who just they're never turned up in their constituency at all and, and then just have their own TV show. Mm. Who are you thinking of? Oh, Nadine Dorries. Yeah, yeah. I thought you I'd know, let you get that one in. I would yeah. because I can't stand the woman. Yeah. Uh, but but it's... I do think, I mean, but yeah. the parliament, when you actually look back, uh, members of parliament in the UK in the late in Victorian times, late 1800s, I mean, the, the MPs were, were... It was a hierarchical thing. They mm. were the upper classes. They were the gentry. And they were trying to um, manoeuvre Queen Victoria out of the scene somewhat. And they, they probably had outside incomes because they, they, they came from those sort of backgrounds. And But I think nowadays it's very obvious that, that they've got their time is 
being an MP has changed now compared with Victorian times. You're more visible in your role. Mm. So I think, uh, I don't necessarily think it's wrong for an MP to have an outside interest, but these the, these the vested interests and in, what do you call it when you've got when you've got um, you, you you're an MP and you you you, you don't quite want to do something even though you want it you not I can't think of the word it's sort of like you 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 can't do things because it's not in your interest business wise um, hmm. it's not vested interest but no there's there is conflict of interest yeah conflict of interest yeah yes. so yeah so but you conflict of interest is when you are, for example, maybe you're um, in a in one of the cabinet posts, mm. and you 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 actually pick up work for a organisation or company that ha- that is influenced that has that is affected by that 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 governmental yeah. department, yeah. that that the, the governmental department's actions, mm. for example. That mm. say so if you were that would be that would be a conflict of interest. Mm. I would also say that conflict of interest is when you are. On a news, or you on on a news program? Um, yes, GB News is news in some ways. I've got, mm. I do have a, being a real bit in my bonnet about GB News because you have M- sitting MPs on there talking about political things mm. when they're a sitting MP. I think mm. there's an issue. There's a real that's a conflict of interest. Mm. I think what you see now is, you know, I said about um, the previous question from Debs about um, influencing. Is your phone going off? Um, about influencing um, opinion. What you see now in UK MP, uh, the way they go about things, it's it's not completely separate to the old Victorian MP structure. Because as I say, back in uh, the 1800s, it was all about the hoi polloi, the, the rich and the aristocracy. They were the MPs. Now, it's been watered down somewhat now, but that culture is still permeating through into current what it is to be an MP. Mm. And you have to be very, very mindful as an MP not to go down that road. And I think it, it, it is an old boys club. And they only many MPs only really do things because they have to be seen to be doing it, not because they think, oh, I should. Um Let's have a look at this again. In the UK, um, MPs seem to be drifting away from thinking their role is a service and they see it as a job. I think that's right. I think they that that, that being an MP is is they see it as is is one aspect of their living. They mm. they're not necessarily seeing it as a service. That's a very different thing. Yes. You know, they're that I, don't, I think a lot of MPs don't see themselves as civil servants. Um, again, I would say depends on the MP. Mm. Depends on the depends on the motivation for somebody going into the job. Mm. I mean, sometimes you'll go into the job because, well, that's what you felt you were born mm. to do, <coughs> David Cameron. Um, mm. You know, born to do. Um, but then you also have people that seem to be going into that work into that job because they see something that can be fixed. They, they 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 feel they have a calling to mm. to to better society. Um, there are ver- there are various people I can think of off the top of my head right now. There's that, that I'm sure that some people would be very um, surprised about mm. hearing, but it, about hearing about. But it, it there are MPs that really do do, and pa- past MPs as well that really do have a calling. They want to they want to make they want to make the world a better place. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so there's a there's there's a whole there's a whole spectrum again. Mm. Yeah. But I also think in some ways, uh, an MP should always see it as a service to to the constituents. But there's also um, something to be said for MPs to to be doing outside things because it it gives them an, a wider perspective. As yes. long as that perspective is not um, overly influencing their independent decision-making of being an MP, maybe. I was going to say it makes them more worldly wise, but so many MPs in this country, in the UK, they just remove, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I understand how hard it is for people. No, you fucking don't, okay? You do not know what it's like to be in a wheelchair in a public place unless you fucking sit in one. Mm. Okay, mm. and even then, unless you 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 do it regularly, you don't get the full perspective. So, uh, any MP out there um, who says, "Oh, I I I fully understand what you're going through," they're fucking liars. Anyway, explicit episode. Yeah, um, I do wonder. I wonder what also um, has uh, inspired this question from Ella. Um, if mm. it's um, something that she's feeling about her own local MP or mm. seeing the absolute sham of Boris Johnson um, mm. and Nadine Dorries. There are so many ridiculous characters in within the mm. Conservative Party at the moment. Um, 30p Lee, Lee Anderson, mm. um, people who just don't seem to have, they seem to have this very, um, this view that they they are un almost unaccountable. Mm. Um, they, they, they know that they, they, they're there <coughs> to... They're there to push their own agenda and not um, and not actually really properly service their mm. they're servicing their own ego rather than their own um, their own constituents. But uh, there are some very good mm. MPs out there. Can you name some? I would say Caroline Lucas. Mm. Um, I would say Annalise Dodds. She yep. seems to be out and about. That's a local MP to us as well. Mm. Um, Leila Moran, again another local. MP that seems to be out and about as well. Mm. Uh, I can't go really beyond that because they're the people that I know that are the MPs that are local to us. Mm. Um, I'm sure that the I know that my sister talks quite uh, quite fondly of her. Maybe fondly is a bit of a strong word, but she talks about her local MP down in now in near Southampton. Um, likes what they stand for, mm. and they stand up against particular. They object to um, a particular thing that's happening in their local area. Um, mm. Which is which, which would be quite detrimental to the area itself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but there, there, there are some really good MPs out there. Mm. I mean, uh, maybe an action in this in this particular episode is one: find out who your MP is, and two, see see what sort of interaction you can get from them, and, and seeing what they're doing. Just just check out what they're doing because sometimes work of an the work of an MP it's just missed or you just don't see it happening. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think uh, the, the bit in Ella's question, we shouldn't be jealous about uh, people making money, but I think the lines are often crossed where MPs constituents are not the priority. That's a very good point. We, yeah, you shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be jealous of people making money, but it's how they make their money. That, 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 that so there's again, ethics in there. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, it's not it's not what you do; it's how you do it. it and, is, yeah. and then yeah. the last bit: what role does all this take in MPs not not understanding the very real concerns of their constituents when it comes to climate change? 
I I I I think um, the majority of MPs are, are so far removed from daily life that um, that it would be very difficult for them to fully appreciate um, constituents' concerns, whatever they may be. Yeah. Yeah, depending on who you are again. Yeah, it's... Uh, depending on what part of the country you live in or you, what country, the part of the country you represent. Mm. Um, I think I think a good MP just has a good connection with mm. the local constituency, not necessarily just individual people, but just mm. a, the, a, an overall... Awareness. Awareness and understanding and impression of what your constituency mm. ne- needs are. Yeah, because I think Annalise Dodds is pushing the... Uh, really pushing the Royal Mail Postal Service... Because uh, a lot of hospital appointments are being missed because the mail is being delayed by three months in some places. Yes, because that and that's how pro- primarily how the NHS mm. communicate is through postal service. Yeah, yeah. and particularly for- fortunately, I get it via email and text as well. <laughs> but you if know. you're in a situation where you don't have those yeah. those means, uh, post is vital mm. to you to to you, isn't mm. it? Yeah, when I get a, a message through from the NHS saying I got a medical appointment, so I got them coming out of my ears because I get the multiple notifications, and they all come through at the same time. So all my devices are going ping, 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 and then uh, and, and, and then it comes to the letterbox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in the end. So first full episode of 2024. How was that for you, Stuart? Yeah, I don't. I wasn't too bad. Those two questions sort of gelled together quite nicely. In a they did, yeah, way. they did, and also like the fact that we actually can reflect on this, the first question, mm. even if even if two questions are very different, they'll have common theme between yeah. them, um, or we will find a common theme. We will, you know. Um, yeah. uh, I I'm quite I quite like this new format. I hope you, the listener, you right now, listen, mm. sat there. Uh, drinking a cup of tea, um, yeah. um, or reading drive. a book about uh, how to get food for free in the countryside. Yep, is that what you're reading right now? Is it yeah, it's uh, on my coffee table. <laughs> 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 or reading the Oxford Mail. Yep. I don't know what you were doing that for, but um, yeah, um, I hope you've enjoyed this new format of the podcast. This is going to be going the same going forward now for many, many months, if not many, many years. <laughs>